Welcome back, because we're here to round up the second half of last week's episodes, which aired this week. Yes, a bit disjointed. I don't really know. I don't really know wh- What's going where on? to begin and where to end. No. But uh, yes, we are. So we're in our new time slot, which is a Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, it's lovely here. Yeah, I know. It's a lovely Thursday. It's sun shining. It's a... Uh, the birds are singing. The air feels cleaner. I don't know if you feel the same way. It just feels like yep. the world is rehealing itself. And Wolford's carrying on as normal. Yeah, Wolford's... Got, it's like nothing's happening in Wolford. <laughs> it did make me laugh. They had the line that Sonia said, I'll oh, just phone in sick for work. <laughs> it's like, oh, how funny that is that line? But um, no, we're here. I mean... First of all, I've got to say, thank God we have Classic EastEnders. Mm, on the drama channel. Yes. Because otherwise, this wouldn't be happening. <laughs> because I, it's such a shame because they have the biggest captive audience they've had ever for EastEnders. And it's such a shame that the episodes that are coming out aren't like top notch. Mm. Like, can you imagine if this was a few weeks ago, just after Boat Week or Boat Week? Yeah. And like all these captive audience were watching that. But no, we're watching Jags and Habiba. And... <laughs> I mean, we, we shouldn't really, we really shouldn't blame EastEnders for their timing because it's I know, not, but it's it's just, not it's, their fault. No, it's not their happened. fault, but it's just a shame that it's not like really good while they have this audience. But it almost got 10 million viewers on Monday, which yeah. was in the UK. I wonder how many drops off on Tuesday. <laughs> in the UK, that was before we had an announcement from our Prime Minister. So any listeners outside the UK. So it was um, basically they at 8 o'clock there was EastEnders and it got almost 10 million viewers, which is the best viewership it's had in years. Mm. And they were really gloating about it too. So was ITV though about Coronation Street. They were saying, oh yeah, 10 million, this is it. We're back on, on form. Yeah, well, Corey's quite good at the moment. But anyway, we're talking about <laughs> What? I'm sorry, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Do you Corey... want to do, do a, a podcast with our friends at Conversation Street rather than here with us? No, no, no. But Cor- Coronation Street has just randomly become good out of nowhere. You just like the abuse storyline. Well, it's better than Grey and Chantel's. I don't know. I, well, we'll discuss Grey and Chantel's maybe mm. today, but... Um, I, I, better than Jackson different. I don't think it's better. I think it's different. I no, think the way, it's being, <laughs> the way it's being portrayed is 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 being done... Mm. It's, it's much more manipulative rather than... Physical violence is much more mental violence on Corey. Much better. What's your much better? What's your view on um Hollyoaks? I've stopped watching that. <gasps> That's silly. We've just lost listeners now. That's gotten silly too. East End has gotten silly. There's been there's been added music slash sound effects every episode mm. since Boat Week. Every episode. Right. Every single one. Okay. Well. I think you're making an issue of it. I'm not making an issue of it. Watching 1993 yeah. is just amazing. And I've watched about 20 episodes in a row. I've watched <laughs> two episodes this week and it felt like I was watching it for hours. No, that's it. No, no, you and mean not you in a good way. It. Oh, you mean you watched two episodes of the current, current one and it felt like forever. Um, so everyone's here for a good <laughs> podcast. Yeah, yeah, get ready for a, for a fun ride today, kids. Because uh, Ben is in a bad mood about um, EastEnders. Yeah. Well, yeah, I am. I'm not enjoying <laughs> <laughs> I'm not enjoying current EastEnders, I'm afraid. Oh, that's a shame. I mean, it's a shame because we're, we're trying to do this podcast and carry it on mm. because it's just everything's coronavirus and we're trying to be fun. You're not allowed to say that word on this podcast. Okay. I've made it on every single podcast and YouTube that I've been watching. Everyone said it's a it's a bad word. Mm. It's, it's as good as saying the F word. So, um... Yeah, we'll still keep it fun, but I have not been enjoying it. Mm, yeah. I mean, it's just difficult. It's difficult enough to stretch out to... We always advocate, like, oh, don't make more episodes of EastEnders. Four is, four is enough. Mm. And in in our hearts, we're like, you know, it'd be nice if they went back to the good old days of a Tuesday and Thursday episode. It would. But now we're learning that perhaps this isn't such a no, great thing, because no, it'd be no. stretching out something. Like, no, you can't, you can't 
base these episodes because these were created and made and edited to be four mm. episodes. If they actually did reduce their time, they actually might be able to make some decent storylines. Yeah, but if they reduced it down to two days, do you think that they would consolidate it? And they get rid of all the deadwood. It would just be better. Yeah, but the problem is, is that a lot of it is deadwood. Oh yeah. (laughs) So it's difficult. It's difficult to kind of. I mean, there's only like two. There's three probably stories that you can latch on to, but the rest of them just seem to be a bit. Yeah. I mean, even Ben and Callum. I used to love Ben and Callum. Oh dear, we're losing listeners so bad. Yeah, but like this, on this week, we'll talk about them later anyway, but they're an issue. But we're going to start off with Sharon. Yes. Who got three minutes of screen time. She got a bit of screen time. She did. Not a lot. She went upstairs and disappeared. <laughs> she was, again, she was riding on the coattails of Ian and Karen, kind yeah. of supporting mm. the act for her. Yeah, Bailey got involved in the aftermath of Dennis's death rather than Karen. Yeah. Um, rather than Sharon, sorry. But, um, you know, she's what we thought she was giving up the baby last week but she gave it to karen at the end of last week that was it Um, trying to remember and so now ian is a bit concerned about sharon's mental welfare because all she has to do is kathy is she kathy kind of said to ian you have to talk to her and yeah sort it out and and so ian sorts out the problem the best way he can which is with money Mm. but she should be giving that money to dotty (laughs) yes yes i'm sure dotty said to him you have one day and that was like he got a message 12 weeks ago yeah when he got a message the text message at the beginning running out of time running out of time tick tock tick tock tapping her wrist while she's while Mm. she was texting it so dotty's still on his case so he's still so he's still trying to cover his tracks in that way too isn't he so another way another reason suppose which could be uh considered is that he's only supporting sharon so much more because he's trying to cover his tracks so she doesn't discover that he kind of had a hand at Dennis's mm. death who you blame Phil for oh no you don't I you blame Phil you yes. do blame Phil I for. do blame Phil yes. Phil's back next week hopefully it'll get better well we are looming toward Easter week and the last two years Easter week has been quite the treat it has and obviously I still have like weird issues with how Karen's just walking around like normal because when Ian and Sharon were talking outside um, Karen just walked by with, with the stroller just walked by Sharon yeah. laughing joking didn't say oh Sharon would you like no. to see Caden today really weird <laughs> just kind so, of strolled off um, that's really like an odd thing because that's to me that's not that's not Karen no. Karen wouldn't do that so it's all a bit strange well, how they- they're just acting Karen's acting like nothing's happened. Yeah, considering then she went and told Sharon that Ian had offered her money to leave, mm. which is more like Karen, where she's more considerate and caring and she wants to get to the crux of the matter mm. rather than, you know, she she's never had the luxury of be, being able to pay off a problem, you know? No. She's always had to struggle through it and, you know, knuckle down. But Sharon doesn't want anything to do with Caden. Nothing at all. Well, she said, just reminds her of Denny, doesn't it? Well, so. she said she's, she's lost her only son. She said her only son. So mm. she doesn't consider Caden even... Her son. That's Even Sharon it. thought she should have had a daughter like the rest of us. <laughs> we all thought that. Even Sharon thought Even Sharon should have died. <laughs> no. Even Sharon thinks I should have had a daughter. Made mm. me much better. But no, Karen's... We have like that weird empty threat where Karen's saying she's leaving. Where, again, they keep doing this where we know that Karen Taylor's not leaving the show. No, she's yeah. like one of the most popular characters on the show. And she's got about 100 characters in her family. So it's just... Another, it's like Whitney in prison. It's yeah. Like, it's like an empty, like... Threat. I don't care because... Mm. We all know Sean is on like a two-year contract. Mm-hmm. So again, that's like, okay, well, we know Karen's not leaving, so I don't really care about that. Well, she's considering it, though, <clears throat> and that's upset Bailey. Why didn't she just give the baby um, Caden to Keanu? And just let Keanu raise him? Yeah, that's a strange one, isn't it? But then I suppose it would be, maybe Ian, I don't know, it's strange. Maybe Ian wants it within grasping distance. So then if Sharon does change case. her mind. But you what- can't change your mind, Sharon. Denise told you that. Once the choice yes. is made, the choice is made. Well, that's why Ian was threatening with the care of taking it to a social worker. Mm. And Karen couldn't couldn't abide by that. Karen 
has never given any of her children up to social workers. Mm. <laughs> All 20 of them. She's always looked after them and kept them in her little litter. I found it interesting when Karen said she was leaving. Bernie was like, oh, no, you can't leave here we've you've got all this stuff and i was thinking oh so does is would bernie stay like like would karen not take chatham riley bernie do you know what i mean because they're not old oh i suppose not yeah they're, like, they're the set way, up yeah the way bernie was talking mm. bernie was like all right see you later also billy was talking about leaving with karen <laughs> too and well then would billy leave his children yeah and he's just like bye bye honey he's not even there so no one's looking after his kids so he's just going to leave them to fend for themselves basically none of the characters think that karen's leaving mm. it's the same as us but the, the, the square is going to turn into like lord of the flies it's just going to be taken over by children trying to like, make their own civilization <laughs> it's just turning terrible mm, with bernie as a leader oh god <laughs> um but obviously bailey was upset the like only child actor mm. character who has a has an actual personality she was upset <laughs> um well what could you say about amy mitchell what's her personality trait ipads <laughs> she knows how to take photos of people kissing, photos of people kissing. And what about ricky Ricky Young Branning. Ricky. He likes football. Does he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's shown reference to football a few times. Ollie likes clocks. Ollie does like clocks. Ollie's like, who's that Flavor Flav? <laughs> <laughs> he likes the way he has a big clock around his neck. But um, no, it's, it's sad because obviously this is the one time in Bailey's life where she's had some stability. Normality. Her dad's there. Her new mum, Karen's there. All her brothers and sisters are around her. And it's about to be taken away again. So that's why she's, she's upset. And she's also had the bombshell from... Keegan, where yeah. he's worrying her about her race and all sorts of things in her life. Well, again, we, we we just believe that they had, or Mitch had that conversation with her, because I don't remember that being on screen at all. No. All I remember is that at the end of last week, Mitch said he was going to have the chat after he got upset that Mick said that he couldn't run a bar. Mm. And now, all of a sudden, Bailey's had the conversation. Again, wouldn't that have been something important to kind of convey on screen? Yeah, you think so? <laughs> Rather than watch Habiba blindside uh, Jags. Yeah, we'll get on to them in a minute. Yeah. Don't want to talk about, don't want to feel too sick too yet. <laughs> We've got, we got two minutes to fill at the end. We'll do it then. <laughs> um, obviously, after all that Caden stuff, because Karen confronted Sharon and she said, oh, I'm going to leave, going to think about it. That's when it kind of moved on to the Keegan side of the yes. story. Because he's obviously hasn't got his loan. He's feeling like mm. that's the reason. Tiff kind of said what we said last week, like, Maybe your business just wasn't that good. Yeah, yeah maybe your business plan was great. And then Keegan took that quite effectively. Yeah, what do you mean? Well, you helped me. <laughs> she was like, yeah, exactly. It's yeah, awful. yeah. I, I've got no GCSEs. <laughs> and yeah, it's that story of is Keegan seeing it where it's not really there? Yeah. And she made some good points in that because they had an argument afterwards because he threatened Ian in public. And Tiff was there. I don't I don't know if Keegan knew that Tiff was there because he seemed quite surprised afterwards. Mm. Tiff was a bit like, what was that about? And he was like, oh, hang on. <laughs> Didn't mean for you to see that. Yeah. So that was a bit, and you know, Ian was just like, well, you need to grow up. Look what you're doing in public. You're about to threaten to beat me up. Why would anyone mm. give you a loan? And, and did you notice that the first thing Ian said was also call the police? And that, that was like red rag to a ball for Keegan, mm. wasn't it? So he instantly, I think that didn't help matters. Like, no. You know, Ian isn't great for being very personable, but <laughs> like that really didn't help public relations between him and Keegan. Mm. But then once Keegan kind of was sounded out by Ian and Ian had said, it, you know, it, it's it's as simple as that I wanted to keep a friend. He didn't say directly it was Sharon, but he wanted to keep a friend happy, but at the same time knew the situation was difficult for everyone. Mm. And Keegan, Keegan, I think, realised at that point that obviously it wasn't a class matter. It was just Ian looking after his friend. But he still, he still, took, he still had that niggling feeling in his back of his mind that, you know, he didn't get that loan because of his race. And um, Tiffany made a good point when they had their like, big argument. Her being ginger, maybe not 
not quite such a good point. <laughs> Max, that was a bit silly. Um, the guy who plays Max, Jake Wood. Jake Wood. He went on morning television oh, and did. talked about um discrimination mm. about ginger people. And Catherine Tate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, the rest of her argument was quite good. Like she said, you know, I'm a woman. I've we've all we're all in the same sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, females have, haven't they? they mm. They've had just as much um troubles, and there's still troubles now. That equal pay for it, just as a really easy example to you know pull up. Females aren't equally paid in this country and numerous others. I, I just can't really get how, like, at the end of it, they said, "All oh, this is pushing us away our marriage." Like, I don't really know where it's all. Mm. Is it because he can't talk? To- or she will never understand what it's like. But no, like she's, I don't know where it suddenly stems from. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but she said that she does understand. That's the thing, isn't mm. it? So, and she's saying, she's you know, ginger. Oh. <laughs> she's ginger and female. And, her, you know, their relationship is hanging by a thread because he just won't... He's like a dog with a bone. He just won't let it go. Mm. He just is constant, constant, constant about it. And again... Not necessarily all Keegan's fault because he's having to have it thrown in his face. It, it seems to have come very... I know this is a trope of any soap, but it seems to be coming onto him very quickly. Mm. All these uh, kind of racial attacks against him. You know, he was stopped by the police three times in two weeks. Mm. And, you know, that's going to grind anyone down to the point that they think, well, hang on, this is more than just a coincidence. It would be nice if, like, Ikra, because she was a bit motherly a few months ago, mm. wasn't she? Maybe she could sit down with Tiff and talk through things to Tiff as a woman as a Muslim like yeah. all those things that would be helpful um, because she can see it's in the same side as yeah, Keegan yeah because we always forget that Ikra is part of this business we don't yeah. really see her problems or anything business um, studies degree <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so that would have been maybe that's what they need to do. I don't really know what they can do if whether Tiff and Keegan there, you know, is she going down the same route as Ricky and Sam when they got married in Scotland? It's just going to be an early. I I thought that too. Break up. But but then on that occasion, it was very much Sam's fault. Oh god. Sam, my modelling, Ricky, my modelling, <laughs> and 1993, uh, everyone. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> this is, we have watched a lot of classic EastEnders while we've been uh, cooped up inside. Mm, Sam Mitchell's horrible. I can't remember her being that awful of a, of a character no she's but, not she's not oh, my sam mitchell God, no. as i said in my youtube video <laughs> she's not my sam mitchell right so we're gonna go on to next to whitney gray chantel mm. because you know i was really surprised actually how this happened because they, they've been building up this whitney in prison and her you know they gave us hallucinations and lots of background <laughs> music new sets smoke machines yeah and then she just turned up in the vic and she was out it's like oh they yeah. really didn't make like a big deal of it at all new evidence it's like they've just built up i, I know i hated all of that content of that her in prison but they built it up and then suddenly she was just released mm. it's like oh, okay that was it, 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 on like it, it, a thursday episode it, as well. it wasn't like, a thursday it was a monday episode no but you know what i mean <laughs> i know what you mean it was midweek so you it would have thought it really would be... odd yeah yeah she's just that's it for her prison and her like eating disorder no in. that's not it with the eating disorder because when she was laying on she ate a dorito oh and felt sick other brands she saw, do, do exist. saw the ceiling didn't <laughs> yeah, she yeah yeah without dip as well so it must have been dry mm. i hope it's not an eating disorder though because are we forgetting we've literally just had honey who's got a storyline for the first time and in linda the century. before honey yeah but that didn't really hints. that didn't really get explored that's when she was a child but honey has it currently mm. You know, Honey's already had her storyline stolen by Grey and Chantel with her and Adam. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so they've given her the bulimia storyline. And now, are they going to do it again with Whitney? I hope not. Has Whitney not suffered enough? <laughs> like They I, did say it was a year-long story yeah, for her. God. And we all just thought that it was going to be Leo and Whitney's story. But yeah. as always, they cut that incredibly <laughs> short. I mean, I, did, I, I, I still wish they kept the Leo-Whitney 
story going. I wish that they made their relationship longer. I wish she hadn't found out about his dad. Mm. Um, but it was so flawed so in quick. all of its groundwork with what? Bianca. It couldn't have. Yes, that was their pro- that yeah, was their fault. That was their own problem. <laughs> their which, own problem. Which, which we which we again called them out for. We did do it. Uh, I am slightly worried that she's falling for Gray as well mm. because like she was all scared at the house and Gray was at the door, her savior, and she was like, "Oh, good, you you can come in. You're safe." Yeah. Um. So I do worry because they the only relationship she set up with Chantel was a friendship with Whitney. Yeah. So obviously the only thing that Whitney can do is fall for a man again and an evil man. I mean, is this linking to Whitney being the first one to discover about Chantel and Grey now? And but but also more worryingly, is this going to be that Grey does? fall for Whitney perhaps and then Chantel becomes the jealous wife and then becomes a bit like over attentive which is what Grey always wanted the whole time mm, I don't know um, I mean because it's... she's got that Chantel's got that relationship with Corit, hasn't she which is also going to be yeah. strange I mean there's a few contenders I mean I, I kind of feel like they're building up to be Mitch to be the one to find out and be like the new saviour in the dad and redeem all his mm. badness because he found out that them Chantel and Grey had been seeing a counsellor this week and, uh, oh Mitch... God, yeah, <laughs> that happened. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I tuned out of that as well. There's so much of it I tuned out of because but, it was just so boring. But Chantel again lied for Grey and mm. um, and made excuses for him. I mean, how many times is Chantel going to carry on making? No, and it was excuses. so obvious. Like for the for a dad, I know he's not been there, so maybe he doesn't really know Chantel that well. I guess, but like. It was quite obvious something was going on. Yeah, but I hate that Mitch is the one know, who's same. like he's the one. He's been he's been an absent father. He shouldn't re- he shouldn't have been forgiven quite so qu- quickly that he has. No, and now he's right about Gray, and this is going to be his like crowning oh, no, glory, it isn't is. it? And I'd rather be, Gray yeah. just kills him. <laughs> <laughs> In a funny way, so would I. A bit like Lucas when people started yeah, finding out about him. I'd rather that. I'd like a gr- gory death for Mitch mm. against a rake or something. That'd be fun. <laughs> But mm. then that'd be really awful for Bailey because oh, she's yeah. lost her mum, her dad. She thinks she's going to lose her second mum. <laughs> she really is just like floating into the middle void yeah, of nothing. That's true. Can't do that for Bailey. No. But um, yeah, I don't know what's going on with those two. I don't know what's going on with Whitney now. Mm. I mean, she. I kind of got the opinion she ate that crisp, oh. saw the hole in the ceiling, and that's what made her sick. The th- thought of Leo still being watching there. her yeah making her skin cruel so i'm guessing and also she'd been on like that hunger strike so maybe eating was a bit unsettling that's true for her. although she did seem to enjoy that dorito until she saw that hole mm. i mean i actually i just thought um <laughs> I, I just suddenly thought actually do you think she's gonna say she can't live in this house anymore and Chantel offers her to live oh. with her and gray thinking that gray won't hurt me if Whitney's in the house, but at the oh, same that's a bit time, of a selfish reason, but a, a good selfish. Yeah, reason. but at the same time, that will then get Whitney and Gray to like fall for each other. Maybe, Maybe. that will happen. Yeah, yeah, no, I mm. like that. That's a good idea. But I mean, the case, the trial isn't for nine weeks, which is a long time anyway. Eighteen weeks. Yeah, so it's going to be a long <laughs> eighteen weeks. That's a long time. <laughs> four, eight, twelve, sixteen. That's four and a half months. Yeah, four and a half months. <sighs> It's about the time they, they've probably. That's probably the last thing they filmed. Well, they haven't. The cut, Bian- Patsy Palmer didn't film her bits yet. No, which is also going to put a spanner in everything. Yeah, because she's she meant to return for the back. trial, wasn't yeah. she? Because she lives in America, mm. so they're going to have to rewrite all that, aren't they? In a funny way, I hope that they do get to restart filming soon, and then they can just fill in the gaps. Fill in some of their voids. Oh, I'm here campaigning for a complete reboot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were talking I about this. Campaigning. Yeah. Let, let's just have a quick chat about it now then. So we, I said to you, wouldn't it be cool if they just pressed the reset button? Mm. Not necessarily like change everything. No. But just kind of... 
Just get rid of all the <laughs> dead wood a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because people's contracts are going to be expiring while they're off air and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, because a lot of them were September and October time, wasn't mm. it? So yeah, I would happily have a reset. New storylines. New characters, new families, or no, are you happy with what there no, is? No, 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 no. Would you, but got you'd too take, many new characters. But um, you'd take some away, maybe? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they just need to... This is a good chance for them, because they've got direct feedback now, mm. and they're not carrying on filming, so yeah. they know what people like, what people don't like. They're probably sitting at home watching it, thinking, this isn't working, that's not working. It's time they could do it. A little soft reboot. You're right, They because they're, they're kind of probably... The writers and the producers and, and you know all the staff of the EastEnders might be like watching it from almost fresh eyes. They're kind of watching it from from being apart from it now, mm. rather than being in the continuous churning and the mill of the actual making the program. Now they've had a chance to sit back and watch it. Perhaps they thought, oh, okay, maybe it's, this it's needs not used this background. <laughs> they did the background music again when Whitney was looking at the door. Yes, and it's like. When we, Callum was knocking it, um, regressively. Gray, la- oh, was it grey? Yeah. Okay. But um, it's like we know Whitney's scared to let people in the house. We don't need this Ca- music. camera shots. Clever camera shots. Think Hitchcock. Mm. Think of clever angles, like slightly tilting the cam- camera and having like a slow zoom into the door. That's all you need to yeah. reflect that Whitney's feelings at the moment is that she's scared of the outside world because she thinks that Leo is still. She's probably feeling that Leo's still about. Like I said, she's Leo is still under his mm. her skin. I mean, we watched five minutes of. Our girl last night. Yes. That was also BBC One, which I was shocked at. <laughs> but I was watching that and constant background music, tension, this, that, filters and effects all over the place. Mm. And I was like, it just looks so cheap. And it's like, you don't need that on Our Girl. It's like a 9pm drama, let yeah. alone a, a soap. Yeah, so it's um, the audience they're aiming at probably isn't a younger audience, which mm. would maybe they think that an audience would embrace that more. Right. So I don't know what's going on at BBC. Is it like some person commanding all these things? It's weird, isn't it? I think that it's like they've seen that obviously the, the younger model is that they like a bit more speed, a bit more excitement the camera shots music mm. but they've almost said right we like that let's knock it up to 11 <laughs> people must like it so more of it is even better yeah and I'd it's rather not. have character and actual storylines mm. rather than it's all just like this is that that's done on to the next one yeah but they don't actually explore what any of these storylines actually mean like her just coming out of prison and that's it then like this hunger strike and this hallucination. Well, and, she's only got Bailey and, and Bailey. Bail. <laughs> yeah. She has got Bailey, but, but she's also got Bail. So it's all very empty and just mm. paint by numbers. Um, can we quickly do a quick nod as well to Kat's leaving storyline? Oh, yeah, she left. She got a phone call and Kush said, how long are you going to be gone for? And she said, a while. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Calm down. Calm down. I'll be right there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they obviously left it really ambiguous because they hadn't actually thought of no. who it was or the reason. It was a very last minute decision, wasn't mm. it? It was very similar to Robbie's exit where he got mm. a phone call and ran out of the pub and that was it. <laughs> yeah, we know. True. True. But, but we did know why he went because his son was in a car accident or something in India. They explained it afterwards. Yeah. But... So, I mean, I don't know, is it little Mo or Lynn? Like, someone's ill? I don't know. I don't know what it could be. Was it Stacy contacting her saying, I need help? It'd be cool if they brought back, or her daughter. Well, Zoe. Zoe, yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe. It'd be cool if she brought back a character with her, because it would make Kat's leaving reasonable. Mm. I'm guessing because of this whole, everything stopped now, mm. her ex- her time off the show is going to be extended. Maybe she'll just come back with Stacey. Yeah. That would make sense. Oh, yeah, that would make good sense. Yeah, she's left Cush of all the um, kids and Mo. She has. And Again, Jean. Lord of the Flies. <laughs> the, the, the square is turning into Lord of the Flies. Yeah, just the children. There are no adults left. There's no iconic females left on the show. Yeah. <laughs> they are literally. Yeah. Whittling down to dropping nothing. like flies. <laughs> right, so we're going to break for a game now, and then we'll be back to just round up the other half, other quarter of the week. Well, half of a half. So a quarter. Oh yeah. 
Right, so we've got a game of Slater Family Values to play. Yeah, don't forget to play at home. Yeah, for anyone new listening or anyone who can't remember the rules, <laughs> we've been playing it for two years now. Yeah, why, why don't you remember <laughs> the rules? Where have you been? It's basically six degrees of separation. So I'm going to give you two characters on the show and you have to link them together in six steps, not less than six steps, <laughs> not more, six steps in 60 seconds. And they're linked by family relations, storylines, things that happened in the show to each other. Character to character to character. Okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm on it. Right, so you've got 60 seconds to link the youthful mm-hmm. Kathy Bill. Oh! She's got many connections. She's a dream. She's got 35 years of connections. Um, to Keegan Butcher Baker, Baker Butcher. Yep. Okay? Okay. So three, two, one, go. Okay. Um, can I can I use dead characters, yeah? Yeah, you can use oh, whoever good. you want. Kathy Bill hmm. was married to Peter Bill. Yes. What? Right, right, right. Yes, she was. Peter Sadly. Bill. Peter, <laughs> Peter Bill. <laughs> Peter Bill has a, a brother mm-hmm. called Kenny Bill. Yes. Yeah. Gosh, this is very old. Kenny um, Kenny Bill mm-hmm. was slept with whilst married to Peter Bill, Pat Butcher. Yeah, good old time. Pat Butcher's grandchild mm-hmm. is Tiff Butcher. Yes. Tiff Butcher. Adopted, but yeah. yeah, yeah. It's fine. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. It's a link. It's good. Tiff Butcher is, of course, married to the wonderful Keegan Baker. That's correct. Have I won? Give Do me my goldfish. 45 seconds. Yes. Do you want to hear an alternative route? Because there's many routes. You know I enjoy your routes, Ben. Show me them. <laughs> so we've got Kathy runs the cafe with Tina. Yep. Tina dated Sonia romantically. It, yes, that happened. <laughs> Sonia's mum is Carol. Oh, Carol. Carol's daughter's Bianca. Of course. Bianca's also got a daughter called Tiffany. And Tiffany is married to Keegan. It's funny that we both chose Tiff as the connection with Keegan. Well, Tiff's got like a thousand yes, connections. Exactly. She's a butcher. Mm-hmm. She's a Jackson. She's... A lot of things. She's everything. She's a lot of things. <laughs> she's like, she's got Bianca, Ricky, Frank, Pat, and then Pat's mm. connected to everyone. Mm. So yeah, Tiff's always a good one to slot in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Says Keegan. Says Keegan. Um, you got a special bonus one for the people at home, so they, they have um, to do the connection with a certain character in the middle? Yep. Um, Suki Panasar. Oh, so you have to connect Kathy Bill to Keegan Baker with Suki Panasar. Which actually is Suki. quite easy now I think about it. But, you know, give it a go and let mm-hmm. us know what you do in the comments on YouTube below, which you like to do. Or you can tweet us. Or tweet us. Yeah. All details will be at the end of the show. So there you go. That was Slater Family Values. Right, so I'm finished with the podcast now because I don't yeah. think there's anything else really to, um, to discuss. Add. No. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we've done the strength and now you're worried about the second half. Well, yeah. I mean, particularly one part. Yeah, this bit. Yeah. Habiba and has got a storyline, yeah. which is nice. So it's Jags. Yeah, that not, yeah, not so nice. Um, <laughs> storyline together. That's even worse. Um, yeah, I mean, what has she done, the actress, to like upset the crew? Mm, I'm wondering that, whether she's done something. She's done something, because yeah. she's gone missing for about six months being a background waiter in Wolford East yeah. with one line every few weeks they've made her even more ditzy and uh, uh, like dumb like like mm-hmm. when she was introduced she was never the smart one between her and ikra but she was never as no. stupid as she's now become it's yeah i mean ever since she was in that cat suit she's gone downhill <laughs> yeah when that she was doing time. the detective work yeah and she was yes. like shouting out loud what she was writing in my book 10 a.m <laughs> frying an egg <sighs> um and then obviously the actress then you know she's had some time off she might she because 
her and Ikra were both a bit iffy when they first were on the show. Like, they're a little bit... It takes actors a while to settle into um, EastEnders, doesn't it? But they weren't really given any opportunity no, to settle no, no, either. No, no, no. This isn't... I'm not slagging them off. I no. like the two characters. Um, Ikra's been given more. She's been more confident as an actress. She's really good. She's settled in on the show. She's got two stories, essentially. The Ash one mm. and the Keegan story. So, like, Habiba, you know, she's probably a bit Myth. rough. <laughs> rough around the edges, <laughs> like, you know, having to thrown back into acting again after so many months off yeah nice rest and, and then, then, then have another rest <laughs> but then the first thing they give her is to act with jags mm. who's not settled in yet may i add no he really hasn't he's no. still this, this stereotype like how many months they were introduced in september last year weren't they earlier than september okay so six months and jags has I not think it's been eight changed. eight months by the way eight, eight months. months we've had these characters and he's just this really poor stereotype of mm. a stupid little brother yeah he gets given bad scripts um <laughs> I, I mean that's all i can say i'm gonna keep it a character i'm not gonna base not, too much on the actors yeah let's not let's not bash no, 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 the character no, no. the actors here it's the script that jags is but given and bash the, the writers either yeah well, well, i should <laughs> <laughs> i have to bash something i'll bash jags like, like well. Habiba wants to. Um, but, you know, what are they thinking <laughs> putting Habiba and Jags together? Because it's so out mm. of character mm. for Habiba. Yeah. Like, when I was watching it, I was thinking this this isn't her, this isn't Habiba's character. She would no. not go with Jags. No. And I know that she was doing it because She's making a Ikra point. was upset about the whole thing of Ash. And so she thought, oh, if I get with one of the brothers, oh, no, I'm Muslim, you're Sikh. Yeah. We can't be together then, can we? To, to, to prove Sikh Bit of a tease wrong. and walked off. Yes, right. And upset Jags because he looked into his... He was playing on his games instead of not oh, paying attention. Oh, he's mobile phone games as well. It's mm. like, whenever anyone acts computer games on TV, is it that they just bash buttons <laughs> and think that looks like you're playing a video game? I know. When Jags was talking to Habiba and Habiba was like making this like kind of sexual past to him he was like i can get a goldfish on my game (laughs) really i mean yeah i mean maybe let's try and delve into the character of jacks okay (laughs) maybe Uh, maybe because he's never had any attention shown to him when it is shown to him so obviously he still doesn't notice it maybe like maybe he thought it was so um habib is so out of my league like Mm. she's flirting with me she can't be flirting with me i'll just carry on playing my game I mean, his modesty was quite charming. That's the one tick I would well, give. Well, he stared Jax. at her bum and then oh, no, got all true. upset when she saw him do it. Okay. Well, yeah, but then later, <laughs> I'm trying to add a positive. When later, when Habiba says, oh, what big muscles you have. And he was like, they're not muscles. I mean, that was quite sweet that he kind of. He has actually got muscly arms because he was on Instagram the other day doing stuff. Oh, you follow him on Instagram, do you? No, it was on the BBC Stenders, like, Ask the Cast. It was Jags. Oh, was one of them. Shall we talk about how much of a disaster that was as well? Right, so if the BBC ask everyone on Twitter, ask any member of the cast <laughs> questions and we'll put them across to you, mm-hmm. people are asking Kathy, Ian, Letitia Dean. Letitia Dean. How's her garden going? Yeah, yeah. Her fruit and veg. How's her hedges? You know, all the good, you know, all these lovely all questions. All the ones we care about. Yeah, and who do they end up asking? Jags. <laughs> And it's like, I mean, how how did they find a question for Jags? There wasn't, the questions weren't even for characters. They were just generic questions. Oh, so they weren't even for Jags. No. It, it was, was just, all, yeah, so was they so asked, so the question they asked Letitia Dean, <laughs> how do you keep your weave so so beautiful? Jags. <laughs> no, the, the questions that they handpicked from the fans mm. were, what are you doing in isolation? How are you keeping fit in isolation? Oh, right. They were, that was it. It okay. was like, oh, it was so dull. So, 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 so don't so, offer us. And any question to the yeah. cast 
And then give us that. But don't throw the bait into the water expecting us to, to you know, hook it. No. Because we're not going to. If, because, if you know, once bitten, EastEnders, <laughs> twice shy. Exactly. Because next time you ask us to ask questions to the cast, I'll ask a question to Princess Di, the dog. <laughs> because it's more likely to get a response. I was going to say, you probably would get a video yeah. then of it. Yeah. Anyway, back to the actual story. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what else there is to say about these. They're obviously... It, they're, Habib was doing it as like a test, so she wasn't serious. Mm. But... But spoilers, um, they do get together. Um, and that's the end of sexually that. Sexually, as well. <laughs> they actually get together. Isn't there rumours as well that she might get pregnant? There is rumours, yeah. I mean, none of this is confirmed. Yes. So it's not spoilers for anyone. But there's rumours, because Suki is so against Ash's abortion and so was Kirit, yeah. Yeah. there's rumours that Habiba will get pregnant and mm. there's going to be a big thing about whether she Suki will allow her or... Cue it will allow her to have an abortion, or mm. and there'll be a thing with Jags. But I mean, it might give Lola a story as well. Lola, yeah, she can talk about her termination. No, I don't want Habiba. a story of Lola. Well, you know, she she can get into the mix. <laughs> no, thank you. All of our favourites in one place. Oh, but I, I mean, mean, if they're all doing the same thing off, you know, off in the corner, then hopefully the better stories can grow from it. Maybe, but I'm just not here for Jags and Habiba. Really, I mean, it's just out of character for Habiba. I'm sure before, like when Ian looked at her, she was like, "Oh, no chance." Like she like mm. brushes people. That's that's part of her character. She had Adam. She Adam didn't was have Adam. Right. She was in love with Adam. She wasn't even there for Adam's exit. No. <laughs> um. So it's all a bit strange. He had a bin thrown in his face. But um, we'll see where it goes next week because it continues next week. Okay. Oh, Habiba and Jax's journey. And it's not even because it's the second half of the week. It no, continues it next continues. week as if it's a new story <laughs> of the week. So uh, thumbs up there. Right. Next up on our list is Ben and Callum. The end of their story because that started last week because Danny Hardcastle was back. Yeah. Wanting to make deals with Ben. Still not feeling Danny Hardcastle. The whole of that was just a waste of time It was a ruse. I don't think we were ever... I, I said this last time, but I really do think he's just there to do one story and then he's gone again. So I don't think... He might come back in like eight months' time again just because they no. need to... Because we still didn't really work out what the deal was. It was something, it was something to do with... Driving a car somewhere? It was something... I think it was to... Maybe it was a similar to what Grant and Phil used to do in the classic EastEnders days. <laughs> and that is basically repaint, spray cars... That have been used for for jobs and then deliver it somewhere else. So I think that was the deal that they were negotiating. Mm. But yeah, again, it wasn't very clearly placed because all the negotiation was pretty much done off screen. Mm. And Callum turned up thinking he was helping when he was meant to be at his police interview again. Which he went to before having a drink at the pub. (laughs) Okay. Yes. How many job interviews have you ever gone to stinking (laughs) of alcohol? Because I know the I, police force. I know. So silly, Callum. Um, but he turned up like trying to protect Ben. And he was like, oh yeah, I'm here for all the facts and figures. <laughs> He's like, Callum, you don't even know what the offer is. He's like, the assistant. Like, Danny Harcourt's going to be like, well, what do you mean I don't need facts and figures? What are you on about? <laughs> what, 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 I mean, at the end of it, like later on, they did, there was the negotiation, which was 50-50. No, we want more. <laughs> 55-45. Okay. Yeah. What happened with that deal in the end? He found out he was deaf and then he cancelled it. No, he found he? out that Callum was... Well, they said that Callum oh, was yeah. a cop. That's right. But he's not. He's trained to be a cop. No, God, no. <laughs> and, well, and that's still questionable. And... Yeah, and then Ben, to stop Callum, like, having his face disfigured or something. Because <laughs> they, they had him around the neck and they kept, like, putting their finger near his top of his head. What, Callum? Uh, presumably to say they're going to put a bullet in his brain, I right. guess. Yeah, Callum. Ben then said, stop, I'm deaf. So Oh, yeah, and then that was all got revealed. And then Danny was like, well, you, you can't know, you, drive. You can't drive. I don't trust you anymore. We're not doing any more <laughs> deals with the Mitchells. That's don't it. trust you. Coming from Danny Hardcastle, I don't trust you anymore. <laughs> The man who owns all these containers and all these women who he's trafficking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. His trust Um, issues are very slim. But I mean, what is Callum thinking? Like, 
he's trying to be a policeman Mm-mm. and he's doing all these weird things like trying to help ben. underground gangster work yeah. <laughs> so for god's sake callum i mean i suppose it could benefit him if he was to get in the police force because he's getting his like foot in More the like door. line of duty that guy who's yeah. undercover he could be undercover who got shot in the hallway <gasps> maybe maybe callum's h crossover oh my god we've cracked highway it. H. <gasps> Callum Highway is H in Line of Duty. You've heard it here first. <laughs> I might tweet that in a few years' time when they release it. I would say this is H so mm. well. But um, let me. So that was the Danny Harcastle. So that's hopefully ended. Obviously, that what upset Ben is that he said, "Oh, you can't drive." So Ben proving a point. Yes, I can drive. Yeah. Actually, instead of like maybe going to Callum, speaking to him. Callum's always there for a hug. Could have just done that. Much easier. <laughs> um, gone to Kathy. Kathy's got lots of training in how to talk to people and she's there for ben she's got he's got jay and lola but no he went to the albert um to get drunk and then flirt with this weird man who has erectile dysfunction <laughs> oh, um, i did feel a bit sorry for him yeah he's like my wife thinks i'm at the gym <laughs> no 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 he said he said his wife's at a business something um, mm. i mean I, I any gay guys out there i think we've all had an experience where we've gone to a gay bar and there's been a straight guy who's got erectile dysfunction <laughs> For his and wife. And stolen his car. And he's stolen his car, absolutely. Um, so that was that was all weird as well. Like, it didn't really go anywhere. Like, he stole the car, what, trying to prove that he can drive? But he didn't really do anything with the car. No, he, he like, took drove it around the pl- corner and then the police turned. It reversed. It reversed down a one-way street <laughs> with a dead end at the end of it. Mm. I mean, he took real pleasure and joy from that. Having music played really loudly as well. Which... Oh, yeah. Didn't really seem to make much sense. because yeah, he turned the TV up the other day, didn't he? And it was all a bit... But he said know. he still couldn't hear it. Yeah. And that's when Lexi came in and said, Here you go, Dad, subtitles. Maybe in the car he could hear, like, the beats, like... Because Niall yeah, was true. on Strictly Come Dancing America and he danced because he felt the beats in the floor, didn't he? Niall from um, America's Next, Next Top, Top Model. Model yeah. He won it. S- cycle 22. <laughs> he <laughs> won it, Dancing on the Stars. Did he? Yeah. You never told me this before. Oh, I'd love to see him in his... Well, suit. they're all on YouTube. I love Niall. Um, so maybe Ben felt, like, the beats in the car... But I mean, it was all a bit weird how the police turned up within because he was only round the corner from the Albert. It was it was in this, it was where the secret cafe is. Yeah. It's that street. So they have like the corrugated wall, and then they have three buildings, and one of them mm. is the secret cafe. <laughs> so Ben got arrested by the slightly sexy camp. He policeman. was a very good. Looking I'm wondering if Callum's going to get with him in the future when he's a policeman. Fingers crossed. I'd like to see some cop on cop action. <laughs> um, and then yeah, Ben was arrested, and then Ruby told. Callum that he was uh, not, that was ages ago no, Ruby Ruby had given the, the club to yeah, Ben the club, to yeah, do the negotiations it. in <laughs> but at what um, cost I don't know it was, I think it was free wasn't it no there was like she get, Ben gave him a lump sum that's why she did it she, she should have had a video rule playing in the background <laughs> of like Lady Gaga yeah. um, no it was Kathy Kathy said oh by the way he was um, arrested because you're trying to hook up with a guy <laughs> yeah was like, oh thanks Kathy well, because Kathy, no, Kathy, Kathy was talking to Callum and Kathy said like you know you're the best thing you've ever he's ever had you know you really yeah. <laughs> poor old Paul Paul Coker yeah, <laughs> yeah nothing like... to him yeah you're the best thing that ever happened to him you know you you know, I, I really think you should make a go of it she gets a phone call she didn't have to divulge <laughs> that information to him but she, she was so eager to share mm. it wasn't she counselling you see it's her counsel training yeah. she was like oh something I need to tell you he was flirting with another man <laughs> and that was it that was the final straw well another final straw on <sighs> Callum's love for Ben yeah because Callum was like being like no, I'm, all, I'm gonna be strong Callum and he's gonna go round tell Ben it's over yeah. Ben was like oh just leave then and Callum was like okay I will and then Ben was like no <laughs> please don't leave I can't stand this on my own so when that started happening I was like oh for god's sake not again mm. we've just had this last was it last week or the week before it's pretty much every week every Callum other week wasn't it so next week they'll probably have a scene where they're in the middle of the market making out mm. and then the following week then Ben will be upset about something else yeah and it's all just a bit much I mean I know Ben's 
struggling with his hearing and stuff, but mm. I, I just don't really understand. Fix Ben's hearing, then have a story about Callum and Ben's relationship and the hardships of doing it in the modern world. Mm. Because there is still hardships for gay relationships. They're doing it with Keegan, with his race, do it with homosexuality and yeah. how people portray it. They, they touched with Ben and Paul, touch it a bit more. Or being gay in the police force. That'd be an interesting topic to touch mm. on. It just needs to be a bit more real. Like At the moment, it's just... I don't know. Like, and then at the end of the scene, after the big argument when Callum was like, I'm going to leave you, he then hugged Ben and they were like kind of together again. Mm. It's like, well, I think <sighs> I think Callum was questioning whether he really does want to carry again. on. Yeah, yeah, all but... of this should have been resolved with the Callum kidnap rescue <laughs> thing. I thought that, was, that resolved it and they were happy. But it unresolved it. It unraveled that nice little neat package because Ben then lost his hearing. Mm. They decided, oh, you know what? Let's throw something else into the mix. And it was like, no, mm. it needed yeah, to it's breathe. The, it's the Danny Hardcut. Why throw mm. that in? That was so pointless. If they just carried on with mm. the hearing thing and well, Callum trying to be a policeman. But I wish that, no, I wish that they'd just given it some breathing space. So they, they had the story where Callum's found and then let them have a relationship storyline where they're kind of just finding each other's feet and they, you know, finding if they are compatible with one another. Then, perhaps then when they find that the relationship maybe is struggling a little bit, then have Ben's hearing storyline. Come on, maybe yeah. I know it was convenient because he hit his head against the boat. Yeah, no, <laughs> and so it he didn't lost his need. It. Yeah, it didn't we didn't need, need it there. right now. Something else could have happened. Maybe he had a football thrown in his head or something. I don't know. Mm. Something just random. And then they could have then seen. Then you could have done the story of how a relationship can struggle when one person is carrying the other so mm. so heavily. Would be much better. And at the moment, it's just so messy. Mm. And I, I, you're the only one for me in the whole world. And then I'll break up with you next week. Mm. And then. Uh, I think it's also I think it's a it, it's it's relying on fans of Callum and Ben to just be like oh but they're together it's like they're reusing the same thing every time it's like they know that it gets a few tweets and a few hit points every time they get Ben and Callum back together again mm. so they're finding around reasons to break them up <laughs> so they can get back together again mm. and it's just getting ridiculous I mean people were moaning like two years ago when they re- Haley Slater was going around in circles yeah. This isn't that different at the moment. Nope. It feels the same. It's just that this is attached a fan base to it, mm. and it's and and so it's really been carried by. Are you that saying fan that Haley Slater didn't have a fan base? <laughs> I mean, I was a huge fan of Haley. <laughs> same, Jerry. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's just so like, I don't know, it's just there's so much to it that's not needed and yeah. it's so overindulged. That's right. It's like, oh. And and then you compare like Ikra and Ash, like you never see them. Yeah. Ever. Together, like in the house or no. anything like that. And I, I would actually, I would actually like to see more story about Ikra and Ash. Yeah. I'd, I'd be nice. fascinated to know what goes on in, you know, other than when they have arguments about Ash's mum. Mm. They, they, again, their story is based on Suki. So it's like, no... Do do more with <laughs> investigate people's relationship. This is what the soap is about: characters and families and relationships. And we're back at the kitchen sink again. Oh, kitchen sink drama. Um, I'm gonna throw up in that kitchen sink in a minute. <laughs> I wish someone would and actually use it. Um, <laughs> right. So the last storyline we've got is Linda mm. and the yummy mummies are back. Shelley, the yum mums. She looks different though. The mum, I noticed. Don't know what it is. She's Make- the same actress, isn't it? Yeah, Shelley. It's the same group. Yeah, she looks different. Although so two of them are now decided to be quiet. That was silly. <laughs> <laughs> it's so silly how they just walk around in like a group. Yeah. <laughs> and none of them talk apart from Shelley. Like the head it is again stereotype mm. school bullying, isn't it? It is. It's so stupid. And um and like Linda's like when she fought back to them in the Vic, mm. um, I was like, This is really good. But what she was saying didn't because she said, Oh, you must be really sad and lonely following me about here. You've got nothing to do. But I thought, well, there's five people behind her. So it doesn't it kind of lose if it was just Shelley on her own, Linda's comeback would have made sense to me. But 
but I think Linda was saying like this is what you your little group, your little clique is all, all you. you have. That's mm. all you have. That's what you're basing your life on. That's everything to you. That's your world. And I don't know if she's married. She might be divorced. She might be separated. Perhaps her husband works late. You know, late schedules. Mm. But you know, you know, you have no other relationships other than trying to show off and one up your friends and, and shame other people in front of them. So I thought, yeah, I agree. I thought that was a really nice way of Linda to kind of fight back. It was because Isaac was there as well. And well, Isaac stood up for Linda at the school gates mm. when they were like bad mouthing her because Linda's obviously I don't I don't know how the step program works in the AA, but um, not not the Automobile <laughs> Association, Alcoholics Anonymous. But she... She's saying sorry to everyone she's She's now apologising to everyone she's harmed. I mean, there's a few people in the square she could have started with. Mm. Like when she made that speech and at Ruby's club. <laughs> That's one. Or at the ball and chain dinner when she was horrible yeah. to Ruby. So there's Max, there's Ruby, there's Kathy, there's Ian. Sharon. Sharon. Mm. None of them, no. She's going to go straight Shelley. to the source. <laughs> Shelley. <laughs> and I also thought it was a bit odd how they made Shirley make fun of her when she was writing the list as well. Yeah. It's like the last time we saw them after the big boat week and they all nearly died and they were all going to gather around together and we're going to fight this together as a family and then she was just there making fun of her yeah like, with I Tina. doubt it I doubt she's going to sort herself mm. out I know I don't, Shirley just turns hot and cold toward Linda mm. and it doesn't it, it would make sense if she hadn't had that speech with Linda yeah how, how she, she said she was jealous yeah and, yeah that's what I mean so it was a bit like oh so was that kind of being forgotten again <laughs> it's all a bit messy like, oh, no, no, nothing's nothing's consist- consistent, is it? Shall we just call this episode? It's all a bit messy. It is, apart from 1993. Yeah, but that doesn't count. That's very good. We will be doing our uh, roundup in 1993, though, quite soon. Yeah, but I mean, she's got Isaac on side, and he's there being supportive, and yeah, so that's nice for Isaac to have a bit more to him, I guess. Isaac was accused of being an alcoholic too, though, by Shelley. Oh, was it? Yes. Well, she's... he always turns up with beer on his well, breath, she... doesn't he? Well, that's right. And she said, I don't want my kids being taught by, uh, you know, an alcoholic teacher. So I suppose she's now grouped Isaac and Linda as... Alcoholics together. <laughs> yeah, and they're going to do it together. I mean, do you think Isaac is going to be not good for actually Linda and it's actually going to end up being... Hmm, well, that's what I was thinking last week because I said, didn't I, Jack and Patrick were kind of worried with how much he was drinking. Mm. And I was thinking, oh, they've moved on to another alcoholic storyline mm. left linda's in the back but i don't know we don't really know enough about isaac i don't feel yet mm, time will tell i suppose mm. i mean the only as you say the only background story we have at the moment is patrick and his secret from isaac mm. you know he's there for linda so mm. at least someone is and mick's there for linda no mick said it's nice to have the old linda back yeah Tracy was giggling her little face <laughs> off in the background. She was. She was. She was remembering the good old days of when Peggy used to throw everyone out of her pub. There you go. That was the week roundup. I yeah. think. See, it wasn't done. that bad, was it? Wasn't it? <laughs> no, it was okay. Now that I've broken it down, I think it was worse. <laughs> well, I disagree. I, I actually now I've broken it down. I actually remember it a bit more fondly than sitting there. But it does. If you, I don't think it helps. And I know we said this a hundred times now, but it doesn't help that it kind of loses any rhythm because they've been split into two episodes a week. Mm. So any kind of momentum that they get by Tuesday is then lost because you have to wait five, seven, de- well, six days for the next episode to come along. Yeah, it's so silly. Which isn't their fault because of obviously the crisis that's happening at the moment, but it is the BBC's fault because they should have split the episodes on a Tuesday and a Thursday. Yes. And it also doesn't help that Drama Channel were playing it from the beginning some quality showing how good it used to be yeah <laughs> that's not helpful either it's not helpful for anyone oh, drama no um but there you go right we're going to go on to our comments and questions and things with um i'm not one to gossip and you know me i ain't one to gossip 
Yeah, so we're back with your comments on our social media. All details will be at the end of the show, so just stay to the end so you can hear and join us for more fun throughout the week. Again, there's no Who Won the Week this week. Um, I did say that last week... <laughs> I've said week a lot. Last week, I was going to bring it back this week, but I've just decided that it just feels really difficult to kind of choose a story when you only get half the story each time. So unfortunately, for the foreseeable future, we're not having Who Won the Week. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for people who enjoy the vote. But you can still get in touch with us and let us know what stories you've enjoyed and we can read them out at the end of the show like we do normally. Yeah. But this week... We're getting I... a podcast every week. Yeah, exactly. We live together, so that's the one plus for yeah. you guys, not for us. Yeah, and then, and we've got a few more details later also about some other fun things we're hoping to do oh. for everyone as well. So the question I asked on our Twitter, our Facebook group and our Instagram this week was, which family from EastEnders do you think have had an argument today, the first day of lockdown? And what do you think the fight was about? Funniest answers will be read out on our podcast. And as always, you've not disappointed us. You've brought loads of replies to us uh, to the table. And I'm going to read some out for us to react to. Are you ready, Ben? Yep. Okay. So at Noir Full Moon says the Slaters without a shadow. We love Jean to pieces, but we don't live with her. There's only so many variations on a sausage surprise you can eat. I know she must be getting quite creative now. Mm. But she's got now her chicken bas no fishy baskets now. Fishy basket, and she made that chicken casserole, (coughs) which we were disappointed didn't have a cool name. If you guys can think of a cool name for Jean's... Cheeky Chicken. Oh, Cheeky Chicky. Cheeky Chicky. Cheeky Chicky. Yeah, the Slater household would be, because Mo would be annoying. Jean would be annoying. What happened with Jean not taking her pills? That was like... Oh, yeah. How long ago was that? Well, that was Everything so split up. Technically one week. Oh, was it? Okay. Two weeks. It feels yeah. like ages. Yeah, so we might, might find more um, about that. Well, yeah. that's true. So if Jean's not taking her pills, then she's probably a mm. hell to live with. I mean, Smoking. <laughs> yeah, Kush will be annoying because he'll be all pumped up with lots of energy and yeah. exercise. We can only do his 30-minute run every yeah, day. Yeah, same with Peter. <laughs> his gyms are shut, so he can't do his stuff like that. Um, oh, and yeah. all the kids. Peter's personal training. He's self-employed. Yeah. He's probably having a hell of a time at the moment, like us. Yeah. Hell, hell, I tell you. Send us money. (laughs) Yeah, give us money. (laughs) We have none. Um, But yeah, uh, yeah, and also groceries. If all she can cook is a fishy basket sausage surprise and the chicken thing. I mean, we've all been to the supermarket recently. There's not much of that left. We're just going to have to deal with it, right? Mm. Well, here's a recommendation to anyone out there. If you're vegan, no one's touching the vegan food. Fully stocked. (laughs) It's fully stocked. Buy vegan stuff. Yeah, much better. Yeah. Are there any more comments? There's lots more comments. Oh. I'm just giving a public advice out to it's people. a very long answer. Good. At Bender Mitchell, our old Chuck, oh, our back. old friend. Thank you for our present, by the way, yes, as well. We it's have... hanging up. It is. Where's it hanging? On a hook. On the end of something. On the... <laughs> he says, Jay finished the last of the milk, so he's now hanging from a bridge. Oh, I mean, bridge. Well, there's a couple of things wrong with that. One, they shouldn't be outside, other than exercise. And ben doesn't crazy. listen to anyone. Well, he doesn't. That's true. And two, where's he got the milk from? Because again, milk, love nor money. Unless, of course, you drink oat milk and <laughs> almond milk. <laughs> and then you're all right. We've locked out with this, I think. At Why Trending UK has put, Kathy was forced to have a sly word with Ian because Sharon keeps using up valuable toilet roll by using it to wipe away her tears over Denny. <laughs> I mean, everyone remembers that, you see. There's no toilet roll tissues. How are you meant to wipe no, away? Sharon those? will be using... Um, Den's um, handkerchief from years ago. That's true. With DW on it, embroidered mm. on it. Also, she's wearing very dark hoodies at the moment, so she could just use her sleeve. Oh, she? yeah, well, to... mascara yeah. everywhere. It doesn't matter. Well, with black mascara, so it won't show. Mm. If she was still wearing her, like, nice white flimsy <laughs> dresses, then it'd be a bit more of a problem. On Facebook, 
Ashley Dougal has said the tailors. Mitch has stockpiled and has nowhere to put it. Yeah, they have stockpiled. They've got like a thousand pot noodles for the past two years, haven't they, up there? Well, they've done it. There's they... loads of toilet roll. Yeah. So, yeah, they'd be all right. They're ahead of the game. I wouldn't be surprised. It's a busy house, though. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if Karen has started selling toilet paper on eBay <laughs> or giving it to Sharon. Or Big Mo. At cost. Yeah, or Big Mo. But Big Mo will be doing that, won't she? Mm. She's probably still the only market seller. <laughs> She's probably out on the stalls right now. Uh, Richard Gold on our Facebook group said, I know I'm going a bit retro, but how? I'd love to see Lou, Bill and the Fowlers stuck together in quarantine. We said that last week, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. It'd be amazing. <laughs> Can you imagine Lou berating Arthur all day long? That would be quality comedy. <laughs> I agree. I would, uh, in a funny way, I'd like them to kind of do a cartoon parody of that. I wish I was good enough to like draw animations. That'd be great fun to make. Do you think Lou Bill would be a tricky trickster over quarantine period? Yeah, we said that last week. Mm. Lou would be, yeah, she'd be irritating. She wouldn't be going following any rules by anyone. No, she's got her own rules. And Pete would be going, Mom, 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 no, 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 stay in. <laughs> I'll bring the fruit and veg to you. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, do you veg? No, I've got veg. No, I've got my own veg. Go to bring veg. At Kelly Brights on Twitter said, The Carters, Mick wants to watch Match of the Day highlights and argues with Linda, who wants to watch musicals on repeat. There would be no Match of the Day, though. No, Football's cancelled. been cancelled. While Shirley is ready to fight with anyone that even blinks too loudly. So it'd be quite good because you'd have all of the Vic to sit in as well. So there's quite a lot of space to get away from people mm. if you were quarantined there and there's lots of booze Mm. they they can't open so it's all there although I shouldn't say that Linda can't drink (laughs) Shirley can though Shirley can but Shirley's worse when she's had a drink she gets really na- like it's Shirley's narky to begin with. She gets gets really nasty narky or sarcastic, doesn't she? Remember mm. the quiz night when she had too much to drink? That's true. And she hadn't prepared the questions beforehand. Um, we had lots of other comments on Twitter and our Facebook. Um, thank you for sending them in. As always, it's always a great pleasure and a lot of fun in these troubling times. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to get in touch with us, at the beginning of the show, you were like you're not allowed to mention it, and you've mentioned I haven't. it. I haven't. I said than troubling me. times. Okay, that you know, everyone knows milk. what that is, though. I've got a headache. <laughs> Uh, right, so contact us. You can contact us on Twitter, at Wolford Weekly, which is the same tag you can contact us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook by searching Wolford Weekly Podcast and clicking to join the group. You can find us on our YouTube channel. Now, do subscribe and ring the bell on our YouTube channel because we have lots of exciting things coming up on there. Just search Wolford Weekly Podcast. As I say, ring the bell, subscribe, and you can also get in touch with us on email. All details can also be found on our website, which is wolfordweekly.com. Now, our podcast is now coming out on a Thursday. Mm. unless obviously the schedule changes again and then we'll let you know <laughs> or we become ill might lose my voice mm-hmm. if you lose your voice though we could do a um i could do my own podcast <laughs> okay let us know if you guys would dislike a podcast with me if, if everyone now will send a reply saying no just better <laughs> we have a couple of things in the pipeline that we're hoping to get released um one of them is for this sunday i don't want to promise anything but just keep an eye out on our social media for any extra updates of what will be coming um, so I can't recommend enough it's a good time to follow us on all social media and especially our YouTube channel as always stay safe look after each other <laughs> do you have anything to say? no okay um, we'll see you next week yep. have a great week take care guys <laughs>